everyone. What's up? So welcome back to Teens Speak Up, the podcast, a podcast where teens speak up about social justice issues. I'm Lucy. And I'm Amelia. Hopefully you'll be able to distinguish our voices. I have a friend who just told me that they couldn't tell who's who. And Elliot, our editor, told me that too. Um, <laughs> so today we have a very, very special guest. Very special. Who I know, I'm very lucky to know, um, I know Ruby through, through camp and acting class yeah so would you like to introduce yourself well so i'm ruby i'm ruby lerman um i'm 14 i'm from new york my pronouns are she her and i'm just kind of going to talk about like the effects that test-based education so like common core and like public schools have on students mental health because i feel like it's something that's rarely ever talked about and like not even realized by students that it's an issue a lot of the time and something i feel really passionate about I would like to just put out that I'm speaking about my experiences and experiences of people I've talked to and that I'm fully aware that I can't speak for everyone. Um, so do you want to give us some quick definitions? Um, totally. So what is Common Core Education? So Common Core Education is what's used in all public schools in America, which basically is a set of things that should be taught in each classroom like by grade to make sure that kids from all different parts of the country have the same like standards of what they've learned when they get to college so that mm-hmm. everyone's on the same page. Um, but the problem with it, one, is that it's written by people who aren't necessarily teachers, people who are part of the government, which is not ideal. And also that it aims, because it's so broad, it aims to teach to the majority of kids. So it doesn't accommodate students that go below that average or above that average, like learning-wise. Um, and it's mostly test-based, which means that everything you're learning is kind of you're learning because of a test and not for the sake of knowing things or because it's important, which for students who don't test well can be really stressful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So what's test-based education? So test-based education is kind of like what I said before. It's basically learning where it's a style of learning where everything you learn leads up to a test. So like having midterms and finals and SATs and regents and stuff like that. Yeah. Which in public school is kind of the only curriculum. Everything you're learning is for tests. Yeah. When I say kids that don't test well, I really truly don't mean kids who don't put effort in or don't study because you know, that is a thing that happens. There are totally students who just don't study and don't put effort in, but that's not what I'm talking about. There is a seriously huge demographic of people who, no matter how hard they try, just can't get the hang of, like, remembering everything you've learned and putting it down on paper. And I would, I think just, you know, because it's not something everyone experiences, and I would like to say, you know, just imagine, like, constantly, every day, or five days a week, you're waking up early and you're getting to school and you're learning things, and when you start out, you're really excited about learning them, or maybe you're learning about a topic that you're passionate about, and then you have to go through this process of studying so hard, even though you know that no matter how hard you try to a certain extent, you're not gonna be able to do well, and you don't have an effect on that, and you constantly have people telling you when you're trying to explain to parents or teachers that just don't test well, that you're not trying hard enough or that you should consider getting a tutor or that you need to put more work in or get more sleep or spend less time on your phone, you know, and it's something that's not totally understandable and then you're putting yourself through this constantly and I don't mean to 
you know, like, say feel bad for these people because, or for these students, because don't. It's just something that isn't talked about in trivia. Yeah. How did you get into this topic and how did you learn about it um, and realize that it was something that affected you? So I went to public school until seventh grade and I kind of my whole life have been a kid who was like generally pretty intelligent but didn't do well on tests. Same. Same. And I realized that it really takes a toll on mental health. Yeah. Um, Because like as I got into my later years of like, or like my middle school years, we started having midterms and finals and when you're someone who doesn't, at least in my experience and a lot of my friends' experiences, when you're someone who doesn't do well on tests and your entire form of learning is leading up to tests and you have this feeling of like, no matter how hard I study, I'm not gonna do well because this yeah. isn't something that I can succeed in, it feels like everything you're learning is like incredibly useless mm-hmm. because you know, no matter how hard you try, you just can't succeed at it. Yeah. So that was something that I kind of thought was like my own issue and that I took it for a while as me just being like a non-intelligent person and like not someone who does well in school. And I realized kind of that like, it's a general issue with the education system. No, I definitely agree and I can relate to that in a lot of ways. Um, You know, I'm someone who's great at humanities. Um, and I'm, I do so, cause I'm a conversationalist, right? And I really care about identity politics, um, and like the ways in which they intersect in history, um, which is like what I want to study in college. Um, so I'm, I do very, very well in history class and I do very well in English class cause it's kind of, again, identity politics, the way, um, the way social structures happen to be or the ways, um, characters, identities play off each other and kind of build a bigger picture like those are things that I'm just very in tune with um like but in math my I do not have a mathematical brain like I'm sorry but like (laughs) I like am in geometry right now and like I don't know like I like I understand what we're doing it's just like my brain isn't accustomed to do math um and yeah and a lot of times like because of that I feel kind of just like like not necessarily smart because I think a lot of things that are equated with smartness are you know doing like you know being very very well educated in or not well educated but very efficient in terms of problem solving and um science and like biology yeah I think um in today's world being good at test taking and getting really good grades in school is seen as almost synonymous to being intelligent right which is something that really confuses me, especially as someone who has grown up doing theater. I think there's such a disconnect between like, you know, people see academic subjects as so much more important Mm -hmm. than extracurriculars and like humanities type things or humanity type things, which is just so odd to me because I think, okay, well, when I say that I'm someone who doesn't necessarily support tests or believe in tests, I feel like it comes across a lot of the time as like, oh, I'm like, a teenager who just doesn't like taking tests, which yeah. I understand how it could be seen that way, but my problem with it isn't just like, oh, I don't like taking them. Like, I think that it's generally unfair to a, a huge demographic of kids and teens. So let's say we're talking about college tests, right? SAT, ACT. Yeah. The people who can succeed at taking those tests and like the the format of those tests benefits privileged people um, and totally. people who can pay for tutors, people who have 
a lot of the times like very private like who have private school education or work with teachers one-on-one all the time um and a lot of times those people I don't know how to say it but they are not there's more than one way to exactly. be smart. Yeah. I feel like that's not emphasized. Yeah, definitely. And there, it's, that's specifically not emphasized in test taking. Um, and that's specifically not emphasized in the way in which um, we take these tests and these tests are supposed to like present our knowledge to like a greater population. I One of my best friends is like the smartest person I know and she doesn't do that well in school. Totally. Yeah. The thing that's happening right now with specialized schools in New York, with like schools like Stuyvesant, is that the way that you get into those schools um, is that you take a test and they don't look at who applied, they just look at the test scores and yeah. take the top test kids. And what's been happening is that there's like, not controversy, but there's an issue with that right now because there aren't a lot of students of color being accepted to the schools because yeah. of test scores. What people want to happen is for it to be more than just a test that, you know, like warrants or more than just a test that is what your applications are based off of. Yeah. And one of the main arguments against that is that it helps students of color in underprivileged areas of New York Mm -hmm. have an opportunity to get out of their school system and into some really amazing schools. And while obviously I think that's an incredible like opportunity for these kids, I think it's overlooked the fact that it's not just privileged white kids who are bad at taking tests, you know? Like, yeah. there are really intelligent kids in underprivileged neighborhoods as well who can't take tests. And I feel like as a society, we idolize that idea of like, you see stories of they worked four jobs in high school and yeah. got a 4.0 GPA and took all the classes and got into college. And while that's seriously impressive, that isn't possible for a lot of people for a lot of different reasons, especially being that that takes a toll on your mental health, which is kind of my point is that I feel like from a young age, kids are taught that the number one priority is school and that school comes first and are rarely ever taught that like mental health is the most important thing. And I feel like kids and teens aren't taken seriously. Like if you had, if you were a teacher and you had, you know, a middle school or high schooler come up to you and say, I can't take this test or I can't do this assignment. My mental health is not where it should be right now or I'm really stressed it's not taken seriously and it's yeah. played off as lazy. So I, um, no, and I definitely get that. My school and my experience at my school is very odd and like not normative of like any school. So the way my school works, we don't get grades. Um, I've never gotten grades my entire Makes life. So I, yeah. We get, um, you pass or you fail. It's very hard to fail. You can only fail if you just never show up. Um, or just don't do any homework. Um, but there, but like, instead of getting grades, we get like written reports. So like our teachers will like write a a paragraph about, um, that and I, about us. Um, and I'm so lucky to like go to a school who values, um, values education, not as, um, not as this like quantitative score of like a test and like the way you know because in school I do a lot of arts classes and I'm seen as like creatively intelligent um and that's a really great form of intelligence that's um that's ignored so much and I'm very you know intelligent 
And I hate saying that I'm intelligent, but I think I'm intelligent. Yeah, no, that's a completely valid and yeah. thing to say. Yeah. I think people should have more confidence to say about them. Yeah, people are just are not ready to say that they're smart. Yeah, so for me, I'm really lucky because this year I had the opportunity to switch to a progressive school. And just, you know, like yours, my school is really, really odd. We have really small class sizes and we take tests and we get grades, but the way that our teaching is because the class sizes are so small is that it's really easy to like know what you need to work on and we have a lot of chances to like do extra credit for tests if we don't do well in a lot of Mm -hmm. classes and I think what's interesting about my school is that just the teaching style differs so much from what I'm used to from like from my past years of education experience is that for the most part they're kind of on like a learning level with us and don't think that Obviously, they do know a lot more than us. They're our teachers, but it's kind of like they're willing to talk to us about what we believe in and what we think and vice versa, which is interesting. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I think that there's something so amazing about learning with your educators. Yes, exactly. Um, that, you know, should be emphasized more. Totally. I'm taking a class this year, um, and, you know, the, the sole purpose of the class is to help us decide if we're taking the... SAT or the ACT. We meet, we have this class once a week for 45 minutes and what we do in the class is we do math. We do SAT math and ACT math and whenever I'm in, I'm, I'm in that class I'm sitting there thinking I'm not going to get into a good college. I'm not smart. There's no way for me to get into any college ever. And, and Yeah like, and I think that's something that's so conditioned into kids braids from yeah. such a young age. I feel, I think most children who have gone to traditional schooling and even alternative schooling have heard like from a young age it's like oh when you're in middle school when you're in high school when you're in college I think there are like core subjects being math English social studies and science mainly that I think we've been taught are what make you intelligent and that if you're not intelligent in those subjects you have no chance of succeeding unless you have some like incredible talent. Well, in my experience growing up, I did a lot of theater and I think being someone who I thought I wasn't very smart academically, it put so much pressure on me. Yeah. As like an eight year old, I spent so much time worrying about what I was gonna do when I grew up because I'm not a smart person. What am I gonna do with my life? I'm not gonna be able to get into college. Which when you think about it is so insane for an elementary schooler to be thinking. But that's something that's so preconditioned. Yeah. After I graduate, I want to become a criminal justice lawyer. Criminal justice and, you know, prison reform is something that I'm very passionate about and I'm, you know, very educated about. And I think that in the tests that I'm taking and in, I'm going to take the ACT, in the ACT that I'm going to take, there's no way for me to show off my knowledge of criminal justice reform and there's no way for me to show off my knowledge of identity politics and there's no way you know of me showing my knowledge about social justice issues and sure you know in the college applications you can list other things that you're interested about and you write essays but in this test and in these test scores that are like centralized in the application process and who gets into what school I'm not gonna look that great because yeah. it's most it's you can mostly only look math. so good unless you're a star student yeah and exactly and you know my cousin her she's an insanely good math student her calculator broke 
during her SAT and she didn't want to retake the test because when you retake a test for college, they say you retake the test, they don't know why. And so her her scores plummeted. Even though she would have done she even though she would have done so so well, her yeah. scores plummeted and she's not like reading comprehension isn't her thing. Her thing is math. Um and because she didn't have the calculator, like what are you gonna do? Exactly, I think. And this kind of reminded me with that when you said, you know, being a criminal justice lawyer is what you want to do and that's something you're passionate about. What really bugs me is that, so this is a topic that I feel really passionate about and I really enjoy speaking about. And I think as a concept, I would love to go into education when I'm older and like working on more progressive education. But the issue with that is as a person who doesn't do well on test scores or doesn't do well on tests, I know just in, not in a self-deprecating way, but in today's educational system, I'm not going to be a person who gets into like a really amazing college and gets a great degree. And though that's okay with me, I know that I'm not going to be able to get the kind of position when I'm older to work in a field of education because to be considered smart, you have to have certain amounts of degrees, you know? Like when you hear that someone is smart, you'll say, you'll often hear, oh, they went to this college or oh, they got this degree. And we find that impressive and it is, but what really bugs me is that the kids who have firsthand experience with this issue and like really understand what it's like to go through that from such a young age don't have the opportunity yeah. to get to speak about what they're passionate about and to get to make a serious change. Exactly. Have you guys ever been in this situation when you're at school and then test scores just came out and everyone's like, what did you get on your test? What did you get on your test? Do you know what yeah, you're about? Yeah, totally. Do you think that like projects are better than tests because like when you're taking a test you're not going to remember in five years oh remember that time I was filling in that bubble sheet you're going to remember like remember that time I made a model of the Great Wall of China or remember that time that I did this or that yeah so my school that I go to right now is super super project based and it has been and obviously I'm really privileged to get to do this but it's been such a great opportunity for me like literally yesterday in my science class we're learning about like the physics of bridges and we built a like model of a bridge Mm -hmm. and that's what we've been doing for a couple of weeks it's just something that's like nice to get to work hands-on but also to get to talk to our teachers about it i think it's so stupid in tests where it's like yeah you can get help before the test but like once the test starts don't talk to anyone and obviously that's you know how a test works but that's something you don't experience in real life. Never are people like, okay, don't get any help from anyone. You yeah. know? Yeah. It's nice to get to have help from your peers and your like classmates. Yeah, for sure. Do you feel like learning content for a test causes more anxiety? Uh, yeah, I definitely I definitely do. Um I think that when you have to learn things by a specific deadline, it all well, it for starters makes people feel like once the test is done, this is unnecessary. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's not an effective way of teaching, for one thing. Yeah. Um, and my thing with it is I think there are kids where testing totally does work, and when you give them a specific deadline, it really motivates them to get work done. Or when you tell them, oh, this is you're, you're going to get graded on this, this is going to matter if you're applying to different high schools or when you're in college. That does motivate them yeah. to get work done. But, and I think that's like the common conception of how it works, but on the other hand, I think for kids, for kids who do and don't test well, it's incredibly stressful to have people say, this is when you need to learn this by, basically, or else. You know, and it's going to affect you in later life. 
So this is another kind of personal question, but what would you specifically prefer? I know colleges look at like ACTs and SATs, but like, what, what do you think like teenagers and you would prefer other than that for colleges to look at? Yeah, well, I think it honestly is getting better. There are a lot of schools that don't require ACT or SAT scores, schools like Emerson. Um, but I think, well, this is an interesting question for me because coming from my perspective and the way that like I live, I would love to say like, I think colleges should only look at like letters of recommendation and your experience of like what you've worked on before. But I know that that's not an answer that works for everyone. That's an answer that applies to me. But I do sympathize and understand that kids in kids and students in underprivileged like areas don't necessarily have the experience to get to say, oh, look at all the inter uh, internships I've done and look at all the experience I have and yeah. all the camps I've gone to. Like, I understand, you know, that that's not an option for everyone, but I think interviews are really important. Yeah, I think interviews are really important and papers are really yes, important. like essays. So because of our education system, I kind of, we kind of touched on this with our episode with Marley, but I really want to get your, um, your point of view how how does the education system in school really um affect you know its students mental health i think that like i said before kids are really taught to put school before their mental health and i think especially in my experience in public schools kid mental health is not something that's taught about for starters yeah. so people people's mental health issues go you know undiagnosed and untalked about so that, for starters, is an issue, and then when you add on top of that, the stress of, like, not only this grade is important, but I think it's just the idea that this grade is going to follow you yeah. throughout later life and really sets up where you're going in life that the added stress of that every, other, every day or every other day can really have an effect on kids, you know? Because, and especially, I think it goes for all students, but students in especially who don't, test well, who can't take tests, who, you know, try really hard, but just can't do it, you know? Yeah. It really has an effect of, like, constantly spiraling into this, like, I'm not going to go anywhere in life because I can't take this test. And yeah. teachers just perpetuate and perpetuate that ideal to yeah. such an extent that it, like, definitely plays a part in, like, just students' mental health in general and the suicide epidemic in our country just... Yeah, uh, definitely. And I also think that the way school is structured, um, you have X period, you have X period, you have assembly, whatever, you have X period, you have X period, you have X period, you have lunch, you have X period, you have X period, does not give any room um, for students to actually take a break. Yeah, and I think... I don't want to sound, I feel like often I come across as sounding like, you know, like some younger kid who's like, oh, I hate homework, homework sucks. But honestly, the way that it is formatted is you go home and, you know, you go to school, you wake up early, you go to school and you come home and you do more schoolwork. And I feel like, you know, it's the age old, like, oh, homework, you know, is annoying and is bad, which I mean, it is. But also it's just that like, it's really not fair to kids who aren't traditionally smart because yeah. they have to, you know, you want to be able to find other interests and other things that you love to do and when you're getting hours of schoolwork on top of that it's almost it's near impossible to do that and then you get to college application processes and you don't have enough extracurriculars and that's even an issue for like really traditionally smart kids is that they didn't yeah. have the time to do extracurriculars 
And I feel like when you bring this up with adults, they're like, oh, well, you have all of this free time after school and they forget that, you know, you spend your whole day doing schoolwork and stressing yourself out to go home and stress yourself out more. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it really does not, the school does not give us any space. Um, It consumes your entire life from the ages of, you know, six to 18. Yeah. I also feel like it does depend where you go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I know like a lot of the art schools in New York City have free periods for kids, and they also have That's like true, yeah. they have free periods, and they have two periods of talent each day, or talent or like your arts class. Arts each teachers, day. Yeah, or like they there is some time, but definitely not enough. I think that like my identities are constantly at odds with each other. How well I do in certain classes at school, and then also like all the stuff I do outside of school. I feel like. I, I'm trying to find a balance um, and I'm trying to work incredibly hard in school while putting a lot of effort into the things I do outside of school, but it's hard. I think young adults are um, expected to be able to balance all of it and then also be able to deal with mental health, which is, you know, realistic for some people who have a grip on themselves, but not for everyone. Um, thank you so much for listening. Ruby, where can people find you on social media? Uh, my Instagram is just Ruby Lerman, I think. Well, follow us on Instagram, yes, Teen Speak, Speak Up. Up. So also follow me on Instagram. It's I love Lucy Ivy. So and um, follow Lucy's YouTube channel. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> 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 <laughs>